We're live, boys. Alright, cool. How's it going, everybody? Hi, <clears throat> guys. Hey. Hello, world. Hi. What's up? Hey. So, uh, Andrew and, uh, and John, you know what to do. Just make sure you mute it. Alright, cool. How's it going, everybody? <clears throat> yes, sir. Yeah, I got it muted. Hello, world. Hi. Schools. Alright. I had it on, so... There is a little echo going on. Anyways, cool. we're back. Yeah. Hell yeah. So Hell yeah. Talk about art right now. Exciting times. No, it, I mean, um, we're having a good run for three shows so far, and then uh, I got really busy with uh, being a dad. How dare then... you? <laughs> and now we're back. So. Um, just gonna quickly double check if we're on and yeah we're live so um so andrew chipotle life and uh john Rivera will be uh uh helping me out to gather some questions that surely will appear on the chat um and the topic of today i wanted to, to talk about uh schools about college about art education and how necessary it is and what are the avenues these days and how it was back in the days when i was learning and becoming an artist and i got two two awesome uh artists here shadi safati good friend of mine and uh and john sweeney not so good friend of mine <laughs> <laughs> no he's 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 awesome too both both which i met over at naughty dog um and both have a little different uh experience with uh with art schools and i for instance have zero experience with art schools so i hope to have like all combined we're gonna have a couple of different angles on you know when you want to become an artist what are you supposed to do right yeah sure that's, that's that depressing topic so yeah. uh shadi can you just tell us uh where did you come from when you were, uh, uh, yeah. school, school wise so, right right so school wise i was a hot shot in high school uh, <laughs> which wasn't which wasn't saying much uh i was like a de i was a really good artist and i fancied myself a good artist and what was interesting i think is uh in uh in art school you know in high school when i was an artist like it mattered so much to me so if i didn't if i wasn't i wasn't cool i wasn't popular like i wasn't getting girls so if I wasn't even a good artist, I would kill myself, right? So I don't know if I was actually good. All I know is that I needed to be good in my own mind. Do you know what I mean? In order to not die. So I think I was shitty, but in my own mind and at my school, I was pretty good. And then I went to Art Center, um, you know, after applying to a bunch of schools, and Art Center didn't accept me. And I knew enough to know that I, I need to go to the school that didn't accept me. Because it was just like, uh, you know... a you know, girl turning me down. I'm like, oh, that, that's the one I want. Cause fuck you, who doesn't accept me? I'm the best artist in my whole high school in Los Gatos. So I worked hard for a year, uh, went to uh, junior college, which I thought I was better than that, but I wasn't. Uh, and then I went to San Jose State, which I definitely thought I was better than that. But I was just an arrogant asshole. And I think even in San Jose State, I learned an amazing amount from some outstanding teachers. So, you know, when I was young, I used to think it was all about the pedigree. Art Center has a good pedigree, of course, but um, 
but I thought it was really about that. But you know, at, at San Jose State, I learned uh, from uh, some great figure drawing teachers, um, and, I, and I learned enough to build a portfolio to get into Art Center. So, uh, oh, and it's important to point out too, because I have a lot of opinions about Art Center. Great school, I learned a lot, but my mommy and daddy paid for it. Uh. If mommy and daddy aren't paying for it, then it's an entirely different proposition in my mind. Okay, so how how much time did you spend over at Art Center? It was like four years and one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, mind you. Also. Okay, so you, you did like the full term. Full term, yeah. Okay, yeah. So for everyone who's outside of U.S. and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people watching it from outside of the U.S. Uh, schools or most most of the colleges in in U.S. are really expensive, uh, whereas in Europe, for instance, colleges are mostly free i mean there are some private colleges obviously that will you know take gladly take money uh but it, it's way more affordable in europe um uh, what is very uh different from most of the colleges that are in europe compared to art center is that art center is you know is is the college of the colleges you know it's like it it's it got the most talented people out there that I know are from Art Center. Uh, the most uh, talented people that are veterans of film industry are from Art Center. Are they really? Yeah. I mean, Ryan Church and Team Flattery and all those guys, you know, like they are okay. Art Center, Art Center guys. Most of them, not, not all of them, obviously, but most of them. So it, they do have amazing track record, you know, and, uh, but you didn't go to school at all, right? You didn't go to art school. Right, so. right. So I'm interested to know, because I have a feeling myself that I was a punk-ass little bitch, you know what I mean? And I had everything <laughs> handed to me. You, on the other hand, you worked your way up, you know, from the coal mines, I assume, to the potato farm, up all the way up to, you know, <laughs> best concept artist ever, uh, from a freezing cold cabin in, in, in Poland. So how did you... How did you just, how did you do it? You know, well, like, be, what before you we study? go there, before we go there, uh, we also have John and, and he has a little different experience, right? You, you, you went through a little different path, but still, uh, you know, connected to, uh, to some kind of, uh, you know, time spent in college. Yeah. Um, yeah, I started, I mean, I always drew and took classes like ever since I was a kid. Um, but they were mostly like, you know, it'd be like a, uh, a still life class here, something like that. And then in high school, I went to a little studio school um, called Valley Art. Um, for three years while I was in high school, that kind of introduced me to even the idea of art college because I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, and a lot of the guys who went to that school ended up going on to Otis, which is where I ended up going for four years for college. Um, and I think for me, I didn't know specifically what I wanted to do. So art school kind of acted as a way for me to kind of explore all the different avenues that you could take. Like I, at a time I was like, maybe I'll go into fashion, maybe I'll go into product design, maybe I'll do architecture. Like I didn't, I didn't know that I wanted to do concept art, but I knew that it was an avenue and I actually kind of got turned off from it early on because I sucked at digital painting and I didn't like it. Um, so I was sort of like, all right, maybe I'll do something where I'm working more traditional, but now pretty much any field, you're probably working digitally. So um, I ended up 
learning digital and uh, whatnot in my in like my last six months of Otis, and then went on to go to the Red Engine School and sort of continue that uh, education um, because I didn't focus on it super heavily while I was at Otis. Um, right. I sort of double majored because I I was doing illustration, which I really wanted to work traditionally with like oil paint and and do illustrate illustration work. Um, and then Aton actually uh, and Luke Berliner kind of sat me down and they're like, look, man, you're going to be eventually having to do digital. Like, you might as well start learning it now. So that's when the second semester of my senior year, I just kind of started doing digital painting. Um, and in hanging out with Aton and, and Shadi and stuff, I'd go painting with them on Sundays. And while I didn't work digitally, um, kind of in the off time and, and, and just hanging out, I started to work more uh, on the computer and that sort of, you know, they were there to kind of guide me and right um, and help me out. So uh, I think I think art school is a really good thing if if you're again like Shadi said if your if your parents are paying for it or at least helping pay for it. Like uh, otherwise, it's uh, you know you might as well go buy a Tesla or something. Um, <laughs> but like. Uh, <laughs> And also, if, if you're not sure, like if you're just going to art school because you think it's easy or, or you're going because you just, you don't have anything better to do, like that, don't do it because you, you really you need to. Don't you think most people do that? Don't you think most people, because parents are hard on this, like go to college tip, right? That's, yeah. That's, right. that's the general knowledge. Everyone's like, you need to go to college. But we all know, of course, when it comes to art, that's a huge, gigantic waste of money if you have no motivation and don't really know what you want to do, which is how a lot of us started i guess it's a waste of money to anything you do if you don't commit then you're wasting money yeah Um, american kids go to college like that's what happens and your parents will make you go they don't give a shit whether you right vision or drive they're gonna make you go to college so that way that way of thinking i think persists everywhere it's not only yeah it's not only america um i have no huh i was gonna say like anything you're gonna get what you get out of it what you put into it so if you go and you don't work your ass off you know, it's all for, it's a waste of time. Like, right, you, right. You do it? But you know, when you're, when you're in, from high school to college, you may be like, you were doing it, you were doing it to explore, you know, you were doing it just to like, see, hey, I don't even know what field I want to be in. And I was the same way. I didn't even know concept art was a thing because it wasn't quite when I was in school, wasn't even a thing yet. So it's like uh, that exploration time, I guess that's the whole point of college, but it, it is, if you, I, I, I assume we're talking to people who are listening to this, who already know they want to be concept yeah. artists i would assume right or illustrators yeah or, or illustrators, any anything yeah. creative i mean yeah anything art related related whatever we're talking about it kind, it's kind of relating whether you you want to be a, a illustrator concept artist a 3d artist texture artist animator whichever field even if you want to be a you know uh an athlete i all those principles we're talking about will we'll be talking about sure but we're the most qualified why. to like zero in on like if you want to be a concept artist we can tell you right yeah yeah specifically yeah. specifically, yeah. Specific, specifically and we're also assuming that. that anyone who's listening is not uh considering like going into business you know they already decided <laughs> like they're going to do concept art. They, i think that's actually a little bit important to point out too because uh some people are like well i'm not sure what i want to do i'm on the fence and concept art i'll try it or i'll try illustration and we'll see how it works out. We'll see if I can get a job. We'll see how I can make it. But I feel like you guys and me, I know this for sure. I was going to do this or die. There was not a, there wasn't an alternative route. There wasn't like I was going to try this for a while, see if it worked out. And then maybe I was going to go into like finance. Like there was no <laughs> option, right? 
Right. Yeah. I mean, for majority of, of people, it's going to be that way, right? I mean, you you kind of focus your way for a specific specific job or a specific thing that interests you, and then eventually, if that doesn't work out, then you explore again. There's obviously people that will have alternative, like I can be a lawyer or I can be a doctor or whatever. Like I'm already studying it, but I'm also interested in art. There is a story I heard from a, from a friend of mine that I met uh, at Crytek uh, that he knew a person that was a that was a doctor, and he was he was this kind of doctor that would be operating on hearts, like so fucking high level, you know anesthesiologist or something like that right a high level fucking guy in right. in medicine right in medical field and he was passionate about drawing and then one day he just decided like i have way more fun painting pictures than looking at people dying and trying to save them you know right. I've, I've done it for so many so many years now i just want to switch and you know eventually he did like he is now a concept artist so that's that's something else that, that, that uh, this is this is something that will come out from the discussion that we, we're having uh, where, you know, the amount of time you spend, the amount of work you put into it will determine whether you're going to be successful or not. Right. So I come from a different uh, angle to uh, art education because I grew up in a in a shed somewhere in Poland. <laughs> 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 uh, fighting bears for whatever fighting bears yeah. and potato fields right. um now i mean I, I grew up in a very poor family uh to begin with and uh the idea was that and that's the idea that kind of persists up until today that you, you ought to go to a good school the good high school good college and then get a job and you have like this path to obtain a profession uh and art is not considered profession it's considered doing something for fun you know uh maybe these days it's it's kind of changing when uh when you see a lot of digital art coming out and you see you know artists making uh making a living and and, and working for for games and films and whatnot but up until like recent you know it would be like hey you're supposed to be like you know go to good school the harder you the harder it takes to get to that school the better job you're gonna have um and that was the mindset and i was supposed to be electrician uh i was i was going to a technical university in gdansk to to be an electrician it's the, like one of the hardest schools in the, or one of the hardest colleges in in the in the region um and i would be you know i'll be miserable working my ass off you know uh just to even cope with the amount of things i had to learn but that wasn't my thing and i wasn't putting any effort and event eventually i just dropped out uh the only reason though i dropped out is uh i was investing way more time into drawing and painting than into learning the things that technically because my parents said so i was supposed to do like you're supposed to spend time learning for uh, for next test not fucking drawing dragons and shit you know <laughs> but i would be drawing dragons and shit so um so i would fail tests but 
you know, I would have fun <laughs> painting. Um, and the only, the only reason I made this decision to, uh, to, you know, fuck college, I'm not gonna go there, I'm not gonna spend time on something that I hate to do, was because I saw a potential in things I was doing. Uh, so when I started college, about five, six months into college, I would have my first freelance job uh, from, from drawing. And I got there because uh, I, was, I was interested in art, I was interested in painting, and I also discovered something that's called digital art and CG, right? I saw this uh, animation from Tom McBeginski. Uh, it, it was called Cathedral. It was a huge thing. Uh, it was covered by a national television where uh, because it was nominated for Academy Award. So everyone in Poland have seen it. And I was like, how the fuck this can be done, right? Like, this is the computer images moving on the screen. What the fuck, right? right. <laughs> yeah. I know pencils. <laughs> um, so that sparked sort of like my interest in CG uh, CG in general and, and I would spend a lot of time like I would find forums uh, we would have like a dial-up connection that uh, during that time there was only dial-up connection that was 2002 I think uh, like the good internet connections were just just uh, just starting to happen in Poland and the good I mean like 500k <laughs> or something like that um, and I would just find like-minded people that would just post in forums and and i found forums uh the two uh, most significant ones that i used to kind of grow uh art wise was sijin and the speed painting uh thread that was uh created by craig mullins um and then uh max3d.pl which was a polish forum uh, for Polish artists, and I, I would find like get out of these forums. Like, what were you learning? I'm so, sure. mind you, there was no Facebook, there was no YouTube, there was sure. uh, no fucking digital tutors. No, like no one. I think no one was there. But you could only uh, order physical DVDs mm -hmm. if you had a fucking DVD player to begin with. Right. Um, you guys just had potatoes, so yeah, I only had potatoes and pencils. <laughs> so. So yeah, I used forums to look at art from other people and like, and, um, and just get inspired. And the inspiration that came from that was that I would spend more time in front of my computer trying to learn what digital painting is than anything else, right? So, you know, that kind of mindset where I would work my ass off to, uh, to learn it because I felt that was a passion that yeah, it was like you're like I either fucking do it or I die. I either do it or I'll be working in the grocery store for like right. yeah, exactly. abysmal like, amount of money. Take another career path. That's not no, 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 no. <laughs> so I had a sniper lined up as the next. Yeah, you had sniper lined up. Actually, if you didn't get Naughty Dog, right, it would have been it would have been sniper. sniper. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, well, but Mache, you okay? So you're you're on these forums, right? Um, you know, everyone goes on forums. I imagine back in 
that time. I didn't because I, I don't. I didn't know about. I wasn't like on, on the. I didn't look on the internet. So the really, way the way it worked differently than now is like right now, if you look for feedback, you're gonna you're gonna talk with friends or teachers. Like if you're in the art school, you're gonna talk talk to uh, your art school teachers. Uh, if you're going to schools like uh, Red Engine or uh, CDA or any of those schools, right? Uh, then you would be taking classes with your favorite teachers. If you're, uh, you can also like, you have so many options now. Like you can even go uh, take a mentorship with Anthony Jones or watch the Gumroad tutorials. There's a ton of options to learn. Uh, and like mentorships and anything like that where you can actually improve uh, under an eye of, of a professional. Uh, you didn't have any of that uh, in 2002. You only had forums and you would post your work in forums and then maybe just maybe someone who's professional would like answer and say like hey this looks cool right and that would be it right but mostly it would be guys who are learning as well or about your quality maybe a little uh, a little better than you and they would just like give you feedback and you would be back and forth and the, fee the feedback was actually useful yeah well partially like not all, not all feedback is useful like you would have angry people telling you fucking suck dicks and go fuck yourself yeah. <laughs> <a> <laughs> Uh, you, let's, um, see, let's see some of that garbage ass work, dude. Uh, hold on. Yeah, let me. Yeah, this way. This way. I came to this. Yeah. <laughs> so right now we are seeing. Uh... You're seeing this. Yeah, I, I I can pull up something worse. Yeah, I feel like it's not fair that you're showing like early career work. I want to see like your school work. I'm trying to find it. I don't think I have anything. I I think. So I that was, have... I'm actually, because I'm live streaming, so I think people will see what I'm showing on the screen. And I'm actually covering whatever you have to show, Shaddy. Okay, but I'm how do I see my... what you're seeing? Uh, you'll see later on. <laughs> uh, hold on, yeah, let me, let me, uh, let me do this thing. Uh, let me, where is the go to meetings? I'll just change the presenter to myself. Exactly. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know which monitor is which. That's the question. Oh, hold on. Okay. Uh, and John, I'm gonna try to find some schoolwork. I'm looking in here. <laughs> I want to see your art center stuff. All oh right. I'm yeah. sharing my stuff now. Okay. So I would draw shit like that. That would be that would be oh. stuff I'm drawing oh. with pencils. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> bad. Yeah. Okay. This is like even. This is even good, you know? Yeah, this is even that's considered actually not good. the worst yeah, it's for not the what worst. it is, you know? It's not the worst for whatever. Um, fucking Tolkien, <laughs> Lord of the Rings motherfuckers. <laughs> no way, that is cool, dude. So that was 99. Uh, so I would be drawing that. That was 2000 inks. Fuck yeah, dude. Look at that signature. This is in 99? That's my chick, Dude, I want that on my wall. That last one? Go back to that last one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's real good. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just drawings. I mean, this... Uh, I would draw... I would draw as a kid a lot, so... Were these all observational drawings from, from Poland? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it makes sense because they're all in dungeons with just torches and shit. Exactly. Um, so this That's is my Walmart. this is my first digital painting. Oh shit! Wow. 
right? Sick, isn't it? But you know what? At least you understood. Uh, you were trying to tell a story. There's some storytelling happening. You, you attempted rain. That's uh... yeah, dude. Rain. And also, you have a lighting situation that it, you were trying to do that was at least unique. Like that shows at least a thinking that's more competent than the ability to execute. But you're still you're still thinking like someone who is trying to do all the same things you're doing now. Do you know what right. I mean? So that's that's when I was joining uh, Seijin, and I would look at Craig Mullins' work, and you get like really depressed uh, when you look <laughs> at it. You know, especially when you draw this, right? right. Um, and then. Based on what I saw, I would try to like based on what I saw and what people were saying and people were saying like, hey, I, I looked at references and like, ah, oh, ah, oh, something called references came into play. <laughs> so I would look at references and try to kind of mimic, uh, you know, things and I would paint things like this. And it's just like, it, obviously, it's poor quality. Uh, this is probably the worst, um, but yeah. this is where I would start. Um, that's that was two thousand and three, uh, and I, I know the painting that you were inspired by by Craig Mullins for this one. I know, right? Is I the was, one of the guy on the roof with the with the pigeons? I, I yeah, I think so. It's one of those. Like, you know, what during those days, like a, a majority of artists would be inspired. I would probably be too too inspired. But I wouldn't know better, you know, and that was kind of like uh, a, a road that I had to go through to to learn. What do you mean you're inspired? Like you're you're copying some other thing too closely or something? Yeah, like trying to cop like copying ideas or uh, drawing something similar idea wise, you know, instead of right. being more original. And but here's the thing. I mean, that's so, an important way to start, I think. I mean, I think yeah. that's that's a. That's it a is and it isn't. Uh, if you have a guidance or if you stumble upon people that will tell you otherwise, then it is. But if, if not, then you can end up being, you know, a copycat. So I was lucky enough to have people around me that would say, hey, uh, you know, it's, it's good, right? Like you're, you're trying, but also c come up with your own ideas. Uh, and uh, I think people need to understand one thing and... and I see a lot of that uh, where uh, people are trying to copy others' work and uh, some get shamed, some get like praised. Uh, you have to take into consideration circumstances. Like right now, if you're painting, like these days, if you're painting and you're going really close with someone else's work uh, and that's the only thing you're doing, that's a recipe for a disaster because you have so many opportunities to explore tutorials gumroads fucking art schools affordable education free youtube videos you know all those things are there back in 2003 there was no uh, youtube even like youtube right. youtube was a creation of i think it, it it started 2005 right that's when it started facebook was so facebook was uh, even later than that so so you know only the only uh, avenues were forums where you would go and post your work and people would comment and um, and you would kind of fight guardians uh, there like you, that was the only way to do it if you had no money and you wanted to be an artist like that that was my path where I had zero money and I knew I wanted to be an artist and the only way to do it was to try really hard 
and work countless hours. So my first job I got um, was in 2004, early 2004. Let me try to find it in my files. I'm sure I have it. Oh yeah, I do. I fucking do. And um, and that was, I would paint those. Uh, it, it was for a German company uh, that was doing a board game, and I would do like each of each of those paintings that I'm gonna show you, like this stuff. Whoa! Hell yeah, dude! Nice. <laughs> they would take me like days, days. Right. Because I wanted why, to why be would, like. Why would that? You know, why would it take you days back then? Because, was, for uh, instance, this. Hours, um, right? Well, this, for instance, took me like what two or three hours, maybe four. I was like when I was learning. Um, but that's like loose sketching, and and you know when you don't have um, when you don't have a foundation of art, when you you're not taught in school in art school where. They will teach you about perspective. They will teach you about lines. They will teach you about colors, shapes, all those cues that make you, uh, uh, you know, make your art foundation work. Uh, if you don't have that, then you're experimenting, and that's what I would be doing in the beginning. The only foundation uh, that I had was, you know, uh, art classes in my uh, element, element elementary school, and that's about it. Right. Well, what did you find the most like valuable? Like, okay, you, compositional, right? Like, composition is a very kind of difficult thing to put a fine point on, but you could learn some basic rules, right? But then you develop sort of a taste, and then your taste you start applying right. it to everything. So, after a certain time. so my composition uh, was the way I've learned was forms. Like, I there were people from uh, art schools, uh, like traditional art schools, uh, that teach you how to actually use pencils and and charcoal and all those you know fancy traditional things like oil and and gouache and all those things um and they would point out you know things about composition they would point out things about proportions and you know it would be just like gathering cues from uh forum posts here and there and here and there well let me ask you this on the red guy right that red face guy yeah I mean, this is kind of interesting so red face guy, you said took you what a couple days, like several. Yeah, days, about right? two days. Two days, right? Yeah, and, and it took you two days because you're in there rendering that chainmail armor. Yeah, because that rendering was rendering those shoulder pads. Yeah, because that was a first paid job, you know, like fuck, right. I'm earning money. Yeah, uh, I want to make like it sick, and I was like ten bucks per painting. Right. Yeah. And you were doing your damn, you were doing your damnedest to like make it as sexy as possible. Yeah. But why, if someone were to ask you to do this painting now? Would it take you? What would it take you now? Four hours max, and it would look a million times better. Probably. Like what, yeah. what changed? I mean, you didn't you didn't get better at using a round brush. You just stopped no, using just, a round brush yeah, altogether. Yeah, I just. Yeah. I mean? Well, I didn't stop using it altogether. I just, you know, started introducing more brushes and trying more ideas. You know. But like the fact that you can do this now, like an amazing version of something similar in a, in one tenth of the time, all your techniques are completely different. Like you're not even. Yeah. Not, so that's the that's it. the power of form. So that that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, um, you guys come from a experience of being in the in the art class where you would have your ideas laid laid down to you. Like they would be telling you what ways you have to paint. You would yes, have a teacher they, to to, but the, to help you out. 
to do That's that. That's true, but the tricky thing is, is this field was new when I was in school, and teachers in a lot of those schools, most of them don't know a fucking thing about a thing, especially when it comes to concept art and digital painting. So in some ways, it was almost detrimental. I remember when I taught at Art Center a couple years back, uh, I, I was I was maybe having to unteach certain things, or you might have someone who's a traditionalist who loves painting. So for that person, it's really hard to be like, what do you mean I'm gonna start with a photograph? Or what do you mean I'm gonna start with a DAS model? Do you know what I mean? Right. So I think for a lot of people, the traditional education is preventing them from exploring, because those teachers at those schools, most of them have no idea how concept art is actually done. If you're talking about concept art or illustration is actually done in terms of all the cheating that needs to happen. Right, I, but it's a little different uh, in, in Art Center, for instance, right? Where you have teachers that actually know what they're talking about. Similar to, similar to like Red Engine and, and CDA and all those places that are they, alternative they, you know to Art even Center. I, even I, when I'm teaching there, only know so much because, you know, you're right, of course. Art Center, you're doing much better than if you're at Art Institute. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, but it's still, uh, this shit's changing every day, right? When you guys are Naughty Dog, you guys are all talking and learning new things every day. Yeah, but day that's, day. that's well, the little I difference. Think I think that's important, too, to, to recognize that the, the medium itself, concept art, digital art, is constantly evolving. So, like, even three years ago, like, using 3D, you know, to get a finish in a concept piece wasn't even really a thing. Like, maybe you paint it over uh, a 3D block mesh or something for the game, but, like, as far as, like, modeling something out, lighting it, texturing it in 3D, and then adding photos, and then painting, like, that wasn't that wasn't something that any of the teachers I had were doing. Um, and, like, there was there was some... But now now it would be. Like, now you've got Aton and, and, and Nick there, and they're teaching stuff like that while they still teach sort of the traditional uh, methods and, and way of doing things because it's it's the base the basics are still the most important part but as far as the techniques and, and methods being used to create the art I feel like that's evolving constantly and in five years it's going to be something totally different than what it is now yeah so, you might have you might have a, you might have some awesome unreal 4 engine where you can pose you can you can talk into the mic and it tells you what kind of characters you want in the scene and you say to do a battle and it puts a bunch of characters in a civil war battle for you and then right. your job is to like move the lights around and then yeah. spend two days fucking with particles you know what i mean like yeah. who knows it, it's gonna... go ahead yeah go ahead that was it oh no i was just gonna say like the the engines and the and the software that that people use to make this stuff is is evolving too like um Things like ZBrush. I don't know when ZBrush came about, but I feel like about it's a 2006, idea. seven, something like that. Or okay. 2000. It might have been 2000. Actually, 2004, 2005. You would have to check. But um, was it was it what it what what it yeah, was it then what it is now? Oh no, it was totally different. What I'm trying to get at, by the way, is uh, before we derail and on something else is. Um, you, Shaddy, went to uh, art school, uh, to art center. Uh, John, you went to sort of alternative of that, but you both had experience to be taught by people that have done it before. Uh, they might not be absolute gods in terms of what they're teaching, but they're definitely having a foundation that'll help you. The price, though, is you pay a lot of money to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, what's different to what I was doing is that I had nothing uh, uh, like that. I had no foundation. 
I had to find it through internet uh, uh, forums, uh, comments, and people asking or, or telling me how to do things. So what and just assuming now? that they are just, just based on the art they're doing, assuming that they're doing it in a goodwill and trying to help. So what I'm, what I'm trying, I'm trying to draw a, um, a, a sort of uh, uh, two camps where um, you can you can go whatever way you want. Uh, in at the end of the day, uh, it's gonna be the amount of work that you're gonna put into uh, into into it, right? And it, it will determine whether you're successful or not. Totally, but you took the longest road because you're a hardworking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so and, and your what road I'm... was the hardest and the longest and. Uh... You know, ours was, was definitely easier, and, and we, we benefited a lot from other people's advice. But I would say, too, so that's a good point. But, like, if people are listening and they're like, brass tacks, all right, cool. You guys all have different stories. What do I need to know? In my opinion, I would say, if I was a student and I was in America, I would say you got, of course, your gumroads, Maché's, Aton's gumroads, John's gumroads. Like, if I was a starting concept artist, anyone talk to me, watch those three gumroads. That's almost no money. That costs not $120,000. For $100, you own everything, right? So that's what I would say to anyone starting out. If you wanted to be in person and you were in LA, I would say Concept Design Academy uh, was outstanding. I've taken a couple classes there myself, and they were really good for the fundamentals. And Concept Design Academy classes are like five, 600 bucks or something like that. Um, awesome school. And Red Engine, of course, as well. Both of those boutique schools, I thought, learned a lot. What do you guys think in terms of someone who wasn't going to learn all on their own, Right, because that that forum world doesn't exist anymore, and didn't yeah. have one hundred twenty thousand for art school. Because if you have the, if your parents got the money, go for it. I would say my thought, my thought, if it was your money and you're gonna pay that loan back, don't do it. That's my personal thought. I would say no, don't go to Art Center, don't go to Otis. If it was my money, because one hundred twenty thousand dollars, probably more than that now, to pay off is gonna take you years of working, years of your life. So, if there's another way. And there is, then why, you know, why would you quite do it? And I feel like the internet resources are great. What do you guys think? I think, well, I think it's important to kind of understand how people learn too, because some people need that structure of a school. Sure. Um, exactly. I, I think if I, like looking back on it, if, if Gumroad was a thing and I knew of some of the smaller schools, um, I might I might have gone that route, but again, it was, you know, m my family and stuff, it, that idea of like, you need to go to college and stuff, you need that degree, um, that was kind of, you know, uh, not pushed on me, but it was just something that I thought I needed. Um, yeah, it's assumed. And, and I, I, I would like to I would like to say that I definitely don't think, people ask me all the time, you know, oh, what is, are there, are people looking for my degree and are they looking for my diploma? No one gives a shit where you graduated from. All they care about is your artwork. That's literally, exactly. I've never heard of an HR manager ever saying anything to the effect of, well, we love his art and he's outstanding, but I don't know, his diploma <laughs> is not that reputable. Fuck in that school he went to? Yeah. I he know those teachers. School. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, art is the most easily accessible thing in the world. It's so hard, it's so easy to hire talent uh, for me. It's like the easiest job to vet ever. I'm not reading a resume. I'm looking at one image for one second. Yeah, one that's true. One second, and it's and, um yeah, it's it's totally true, and I was I was uh, I do those things on, on Twitter. It's called Art Tip, where I, I, that was one point I pointed out. Like no one ever will ask you 
where did you graduate it from? Nobody fucking cares. The, grad, the paper that you have from your school is meaningless for an employer because these days, like look at the Silicon Valley uh, startups. Uh, the way they operate, they're trying to make things easier for a consumer and they're trying to bring a quality for a consumer. And whether there's a degree or diploma attached to, the, to this, nobody cares because at the end of the day, it's the product that matters. And how do you get a good product? You hire a good programmer, you hire a good musician, you hire a good artist, right? Who's yeah. a good artist? The guy who can paint fast and paints well. And that's the only thing that matters. Like you're productive and you do it in a really good way. Like you're and doing you know, a really good part quality. Part of the reason that, that applies to art so much more, and I'm talking about mainly concept art, is because the skill set we have to get good at is actually very small. It's just you have to get really good at a very small skill set. So I think for me, concept art is like learning to play guitar. But if you were going to be a doctor, it would like it'd be like learning to be a full orchestra. You got to right. learn every instrument. You got so much information. When art really is not that much information. It's like a small focused set of information along with your taste and then a shitload of practice. Exactly. Well, yeah, that's true. And um, and that's true also to what John was saying. Like, it, it all depends on your um, on you. Like who who are you as a person? Uh, right. Whether you are. Um, uh, you know whether you need guidance or, or you can do it you know it also like what's your character like can i sit down and focus myself and force myself to finish the task or do i right. need someone to hold to hold my hand and help me out and yeah. maybe just give me some tips because i might get stuck faster than than right. usually like i'm the hand holding type i know that and you're the Michelle, you're the like and sit down and do it. So, sure. so based on that, it just uh, you know, there's also this saying. Uh, it's called uh, it, it, the Mal Malcolm Gladwell uh, has this ten thousand hours rule, which which is great, and I used to agree hundred percent with it, but now I see a pitfall in it because it doesn't take into consideration the circumstances you're coming from. Like you mm -hmm. might be a person that has parents that have millions of dollars and they can just throw money on you and you you know you're gonna spend amazing ten thousand hours fucking in a year because you're you're not sleeping at all and you have that money support you're gonna be freaking amazing because you also not only your uh, hard work ethics will help you but also the fact that people are actually you can actually learn from best and 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 have all the tools and means to do that uh, yeah. It'll help you out. What if you're in a situation where you have two full-time jobs, right? Because you need to survive <laughs> and you still want to be an artist. Well, it's way harder. It's still doable, but it will require way more, uh, uh, way more from you. You know, like you're going to have to spend way more time and have some sacrifices. You know, when I was, um, you guys uh, had a little different route and uh, I had a different route. For me, it was more stretched out because i had to learn those things in the you know in almost like a years in years and years um but it, it it was free like i haven't i didn't have to pay for it right sure so that's but the trade-off the long road and i would say something else too both of you and everyone i know especially naughty dog guys who are the you know concept artists i know best all of you guys have a similar attitude or at least you've developed it or got it which is i will learn constantly and from anyone all the time and that, yeah. attitude, that attitude is huge. Because, John, how many people did you graduate with that are working at fucking Hot Topic right now? Uh, 
I don't know, but I, I was <laughs> I was actually going to bring up that point too, where it's it's a matter of um, you know, like you can you can pay whatever amount of money you want for the education, but like if you don't do the work, you're not like it doesn't matter like where you go, what tutorial you watch, what you know people you connect with, because so many I, I I see so many people even like now it's sort of a cycle where it's like they some people in class are working their asses off and even if they weren't in the class they would they would get to where they want to go um, but then there's some kids who just you know they go and they think that by going to a school for four years they should get a job at the end of it but they yep. didn't do the homework they skipped class to play Starcraft or whatever and like it's like the college isn't what is gonna get you a job at the end of the day it's you and that, I think that's for any field but especially in art like if you're not if you're not passionate about it if you're not working your ass off it doesn't matter where you go it doesn't matter what gumroad gumroad tutorials you watch what programs you you buy you know what kind of computer you have like it 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 literally just matters whether or not you're you're putting in the time and I, like yeah i Pache totally is, agree which is the perfect uh, example of that cuz he didn't go to college he didn't go to an art college specifically he just he just put in the hours and like really gave a shit um yep. And actually, it's a great example because I did the exact opposite. I graduated from Art Center and worked in a restaurant in my hometown when I graduated for <laughs> a year or so because I was the exact op like the, the exact thing you're saying, but the worst case scenario. All this fucking education, all this time spent. I didn't do the assignments. I didn't work that hard, and I work. I was working in my hometown in a stupid Italian restaurant after spending that much money, which will happen. And I, I caught up, but it took that wake up call for me to be like, oh shit, I got to get it together. I. I had an interesting thing happen too, because at the, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go work in a restaurant. But uh, another thing to say about, about the kind of people that are gonna make it versus the kind of people that don't. Um, when I was at my senior show, you know, you go around, you hand, you get business cards, you meet people. That's one thing that the school kind of offers you, at the end of your four years. That's super valuable. Uh, if you don't, if you're not an outgoing person, you don't kind of have the internet forums and, and you're meeting people and stuff because it just brings professionals in where you can sort of uh, you know make those connections um, as well as all your peers it gives you an instant network which is nice um, but I had a guy from a theme park company that came by and looked at my stuff and I didn't even have any environment work um, in my show because I was terrible as you'll see in a little bit um, <laughs> and yeah I want to make you presenter dude I'll actually yeah. make it, I'll make it now yeah, uh, just a heads up, guys. I got about ten minutes, and I got a roll. So, um, can you accept it? Yeah, let me. Okay, I think that's the one I want. Or no, this is the one I want. Um, so, he he gave me his card, and I probably bugged him for like two months, emailing like not every day, but I followed up and I kept asking if they had had an opening or needed work or concept or anything like that. He kept saying no. Finally, he was like, "Why don't you just come by and check out the studio?" So I came by. And got a little studio tour, um, and then like maybe a month later, they contacted me with a job, and I ended up working there for probably like a year and a half until I started at uh, Naughty Dog. Oh really? And and throughout that time, like I was learning how to kind of work um, efficiently and stuff. But I remember him telling me the day I started, um, he was like, you know, you're the only person. He's like, I gave my card to everyone at your senior show. And you're the only person who emailed me. 
And I thought wow. about it. And I was like, I don't know wow. any other people who are working right now, but I, you know, I bugged this guy, and and you know now like I I got this job, and it it was huge because it not only like helped pay off, start to pay off the loans and stuff, but it also just was a lot of good experience that helped get right uh, me the job at Naughty Dog, and and that that to me I think is the bigger issue of like again it's not it's not the school it's not uh, anything it's just the kind of the kind of person and attitude you have towards exactly approaching uh, it. I think that's the most important sort of takeaway I mean uh, it's your personality and whether you're a guy who needs guardians or and and be you know handheld to to learn it or you're the kind of person that will just go for it it doesn't really matter that much. I mean, obviously, it has an impact uh, in the end because if you're if you're more um, inclined to be, uh, you know, uh, so you don't you don't need like guardians that much. You don't need someone to tell you what to do, and you're trying to be more, um, uh, you know, forward going. Then it's gonna be easier for you to kind of uh, tackle some of the obstacles that will come up. Um, but it's it's not to say that if you're not that kind of person you cannot do this. Yes, yes you can. It's just it's just the amount of time you're gonna spend and how much how much shit you actually give when you're doing you know, it. It's, it's, that's true. There's an interesting thing though. You guys are operating really at the highest highest level, right? I mean, in terms of game concept art, I think in concept art in general, between Naughty Dog, Bungie, uh, you know, Steve Messing, a handful of film guys. I would consider you guys the best in the world that I know of, that I could, and if there are better, I've never seen their concept art, right? On the earth. So to get to that super duper high level, um, you guys just were not willing to do anything else besides that. I mean, and you all learned from each other. It was weird, like when Naughty Dog, Maché, when you came, it kind of started a tornado of learning because you had all <laughs> these things. You did, because you had all these things that you wouldn't share because you're a greedy bitch. But then eventually, you started, started sharing them slowly because you were used to just working, like I said, like a frozen ice cave, you know what I mean? With just a grizzly bear to keep you warm. But you started like slowly like being like, okay, well, you guys can know this. And we would like, you know, open, try to open your PSD when you went to lunch before you started locking your computer. But uh, eventually you started sharing more and more stuff. And like uh, that helped everybody there like immensely because you had a shitload of knowledge that nobody else had. And you know how long it took everyone else to assimilate all that knowledge? Like two months. And then everyone knew what you mo mostly you knew. And then you had to like go out and learn new shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's what happens when you when you get start to give away uh, your ideas. No, and you know what? I get it. And it's great, know. by the way, because it kind of yeah. forces you to, to take uh take more steps you, you never stop yeah. uh, this is yeah. not a per this this is not a uh art is not uh reaching a goal and then sitting there it's right. it's the journey to reach the goal and then find another one yes but and, it would be nice you know. to just take a break for a fucking second you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> and the problem is with concept art you take a break for a second and people start catching up to you especially if you share secrets and and I don't think all artists do, and I, I agree with them not sharing them because they don't want to, and they don't want anyone to get as good as them. Like, I get it. Like, I don't blame someone for doing that. But um, but when you do, you're right. And you know what else? Other people, you learn from them, too. I'm sure, like, you've taught other people things that they, in turn, have been like, oh, well, I also found out about this new thing. And you're like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, of course. You know? Well, I wanted to point out that, the again, with, like, not, not stopping the learning side of it, um, I think another big part of it is that, like, we're all really open to any possible thing and avenue that's going to make our image look better. Like we yeah. don't get caught up on like, 
oh, I'm only going to paint this. Like, I'm not using photos or I'm not using 3D because that's not, that's not real, like, painting or whatever. Like, right. I don't know how many times I've heard that. And then I, I personally, I don't care. Like, I just, I want to make No, and hopefully that, I... hopefully that conversation is almost done forever. Like, if I, anyone's yeah. like, I, I, hopefully, hopefully if anyone says, no, I don't believe in cheating, I don't believe in 3D, like, we've been talking about that. That, that conversation has been dead for, like, 10 years. If you're going to still have that conversation, then do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sure, yeah. But I think, I think that's, that's one thing that, that kind of, especially that I see with, with Mache when, when we were working at Naughty Dog, is you were, you were constantly doing something new every day with a, a 3D program or just exploring different, like you'd watch tutorials that weren't even related to concept art for a program and it would some, you'd somehow apply it. And that sort of, in some ways, you know, like rubs off and it's like, oh, that's a thing. Like the same way when I first saw your work in school, I was like, I'm, maybe I'll be that good when I'm 40. Like, <laughs> no, you're I better now. You, I thought you round way better, dude. the entire thing. Yeah, I thought, I thought you one <laughs> pixel brush that shit, you know yeah. what I mean? Just okay. start from the corner. And then I saw your <laughs> SD and I was like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, he's an asshole. <laughs> but, <laughs> and it's still, you know, it, I still, I still think that all that stuff is, is fucking amazing. And I don't, I don't even think I've achieved that level yet personally so it's like it's still amazing to me but and the idea is that you, you never will i mean if you <laughs> if you think you will then and, and you're in a wrong spot like i personally never think about myself like fuck i made it right um it's it's like if i look back if i would tell myself 10 years ago hey man you're gonna make a game that's gonna be a game of the year on every fucking single fucking TV, forum, uh, magazine, website, everyone will call it the best game ever made. I would be like, shut the fuck up, right? right? But you go, you get there with every step and every time you reach the goal and you reach that one thing that you really wanted and you start searching for something else, um, it's like you, your, your priorities change, your perspective on things change and you, the way you appreciate successes or failures change as well right because, uh, because you keep, yeah you keep I, piling things on and doing more and more amazing things and you're gonna you're not gonna be fulfilled you're still gonna want to do better yeah think, you, you just look at like cg in, in movies or games it's like it's getting better every year and that's awesome like you don't you don't want to keep seeing games come out that look like ps1 games you want you know the ps4 game looking thing you want the next thing you want right you know, you want it to keep getting better, and I think the art's kind of the same way. At least that's like an analogy I'd throw in. But for I'll myself. tell you what, I'm comfortable following in uh, Maché's footsteps. Do you know what I mean? Just <laughs> not that kind of time, honestly. Like Maché, you're not burdened down by things like friends or things that you're doing outside of art. So you got you got a fucking infinity. A baby. <laughs> yeah, well, you have a human baby, right? But he's sitting right. on your lap while you're working on the Cintiq. So it's <laughs> um. Before, by the way, before uh, you go, Shaddy, uh, and before uh, John, you will start uh, showing some more works. Because uh, you see these, because he's gonna have some funny things to say. <laughs> okay, I'll stick around for five more minutes, but go ahead, Mitchell. But I wanted, I wanted to kind of ask Andrew because there obviously there are some questions, and I'm sure there are people that have specific questions to you, and I want at least one or two answered before you, know what? you go. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll stick around for ten minutes uh, if we want, just to get to answer questions. Sure, if there is any. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's there's a bunch. John's been taking some too. But uh, one of the ones that got asked earlier was uh, the the issue of getting a degree. It like matters a lot for people that are outside of the country because yes. getting a visa is like really complicated without that. Yes. Yeah. So. I'll I'll comment on that a little later if if you can remind me. But if there is any questions that are specifically for Shadi or okay. things that Shadi could answer. Yeah, because that's actually Mache's specialty because you know about all that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there wasn't very many um, directly to Shadi. Or, you know, anything that is uh, overall uh, related to what we were talking about that Shadi could chip in because... Yeah, someone asked, can you talk a bit about uh, how politics come into play from the impressions you place on your teachers and how to go about repairing bad impressions? <laughs> that sounds like a pretty loaded question. Uh, <laughs> like like they like like something specific happened and they want to know how to repair like, oh, the impressions with your teachers that. your teachers your teachers don't matter you'll never hear their name again when you leave school unless they're um unless they're Aton or nick right unless they're working professionals <laughs> right and then in that case they're probably only teaching only teaching very little but actually that is that brings up an interesting thing there's people right now i know uh that are learning from Aton and nick they're learning from fucking Aton and Nick, and they aren't doing their, their goddamn homework. You know? And for those kids, I would say, just kill yourself. Fucking arch. Because you're never going to do anything. You, you just aren't. Or you're like me, by the way. I was, a, I was as dumb as that dumbass who's not doing Aton's homework. I was All right, as just, dumb as that guy. Don't, don't kill yourself. Just, just, legally, just legally, I have nothing to do or no, nothing, no relation to what you're saying. Okay, right. <laughs> Metaphorically, allegedly. Uh, well, it's just it's a, it's a damn tragedy, and I only know it because I did it myself. But when you have genius teachers, masters in the in their field, like I I'm going back and forth with Aton right now on, on some feedback. And here's the problem with teachers: if you respect them, if you trust their judgment, which I didn't in school very much at all, because I didn't really feel like they appreciated or knew what concept art was. And I was right for the most part; they didn't know or care what concept art was. They were like illustrators who had a very unique and specific style and way of working. Um, I probably could have dealt with them better now, but I didn't really appreciate them. But, you know, I give stuff to Aton or Mache. I might get feedback that I don't like right away because no feedback really feels good. And I'm imagining this person is asking about teacher beef. Well, all teacher beef is going to come from your teacher saying some shit that you don't agree with. And I got to say, when, when you trust the teacher implicitly, like if Aton told me something, even if my first thought was, you're fucking stupid. What do you know what you're talking about? I'm not changing that. I'll sit around with it and I'll think about it and I'll marinate it and I'll take a deep breath and I'll try to let it sit for a minute before I throw it out. Because I think everyone's initial response, especially if you're a student, is to just say fuck that to any feedback you get. If you just sit with it and calm down, you might later realize, well, there was something to be taken from that. There was a nugget. And it was useful. And you would you actually learn something that way. The worst is when you give feedback and they're like, yeah, I just, I wasn't really, that's not what I wanted to go for. Like, I was hoping to... You know, right. Oh like my they god. Try and, they try and like uh, make it a matter of like uh, it being subjective taste, when it's like, no, yeah. no, your, your perspective's oh, oh, oh. wrong. Like, oh, oh, that's <laughs> the best thing in the world. When an artist pretends like or thinks that what they're doing is some creative thing that we, that a teacher can't see, and that they're expressing it in this way, and that's why they chose to do that. Listen, if you're in art school, you didn't choose to do shit. You should choose to shut the fuck up and listen to whatever your teacher said. Assuming. <laughs> Assuming your teacher is Aton and Nick, those guys are – look at their fucking work. If you look at someone's work and you're like, holy shit, then 
you should shut your mouth and everything they say you should listen to. If you look at their work and you're like, I think it's terrible, well then, I don't know, switch schools or half-ass it or do whatever you want, you know? Right. Uh, I'll chip in real quick. And obviously the, the idea that the beef can be there is obviously because you're, uh, you don't agree, right? <laughs> you disagree, you're... you're you, you know, even if you, even if it happens to be a situation where you're just a major asshole and you just, and your teacher is like, fuck that guy, right? Like, fuck him. I don't care about him. There's still, you can still repair it. It's different depending on people because there are some teachers and some people that are teaching that like, well, fuck him. I don't care. And I'll never care again because why would I? It's just another, you know, another students of many that I already had, but you know, if you, you you just have to change your uh, approach to whatever you're doing. Like if you're just being an asshole and, and, and just arguing for sake of arguing because you cannot take a critique, then you just have to change that. If you're not changing that, if you're not improving upon what you're doing, then obviously nothing's going to change. But if, for instance, you've been an asshole and, and you got into a situation where someone, there's a hatred buildup, but you kind of change your approach and... Like fuck, I, I was I was a dick, right? <laughs> uh, I just need to change my approach, and you start working really hard and, and show that you know you you did made a mistake and you're trying to repair it. Then off chance is that you know that person will see that well he's actually fucking trying, you know, um, and that's more valuable than just like you know just sticking to your uh, you know words and. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I gotta say, because I because I hated my art center experience so hard, and I hated all my teachers, and I thought they were all idiots, and most of it was I was an arrogant prick, but some of it was they didn't know anything. Uh, when I taught at art center, I tried to be very tolerant of people giving me shit or not agreeing with me, and I had one student, my first class I taught, who would just constantly argue because he was a traditional purist, so everything about cheating he didn't agree with, and uh, it was we had the probably the most connected and the most awesome class ever, because it was a true democracy. Like, he would talk shit all class a million times, and, and, and it was better for everybody that we got to get into it, because it was, uh, because he, he was constantly testing my ideas. Uh, and in the end, I think I learned a little bit from him, what he thought, and he learned, uh, I think, more from what I was teaching, or maybe he didn't, maybe he thought I was an asshole when he, when he finished, who knows. But like, I think we kind of met halfway, but it's not easy, I think, from a teacher, from being a student, and then from later being a teacher, it's uh, it's tough to deal with when someone is like uh, constantly right. disagreeing with you, but I think it's fun because I think it gets the conversation started. Yeah, I mean, just be respectful. That's that's the whole yeah, that's the whole totally point. Um, Andrew, John, there's any other questions there? Shaddy, um, yeah, they want to know about uh, plain air when you're coming back there. Yeah. What about, oh, what about oh coming back to doing plain air? Yeah, they want to know when. That was a direct question for you. Yeah, like when are we going to go back and start doing plain air painting again? Uh, uh, just, uh, <laughs> uh, never, never. I don't do art anymore. It sucks. I hate my life. Yeah, I just run a company now. Uh, I started doing a painting like two weeks ago for the first time in like a year and a half. So, uh, but plain air is that experience that we did. John came with us to Europe and Aton went. That was just outstanding, and you don't need me to do that. I mean, you just you get a buddy, one person, or by yourself. I think by yourself is good too, and just get out there with your laptop and just go on an adventure. Just go somewhere that's not your house, that's not your neighborhood. The amazing thing about plain air is it gives you a reason to get out of your house and then just go see a place with your eyes. 
because we're all going to die soon, you know? And plain air painting was like a great, I would say it's affected us, John, would you say, in ways that we can't even know right away because when our whole scale of what is epic is yeah. skewed by having been in uh, Ortice, right? Yeah. In that, in that French, Al in that Italian Alpine village because now I, my idea of what an epic mountain is is completely different than what I thought it was before. Yeah. It's also, I think observational drawing is and painting is probably the best way to learn um, just lighting and uh, like observing something and, and being able to understand like what you're looking at and that translates so well into concept like gouache painting for me was the best thing that taught me about color and lighting and atmosphere and stuff like that just going out and looking at it right if, if someone was like go paint this this time of day or go paint this uh you know type of landscape it's like if you're just looking at a google image it doesn't you know and you know what's amazing and i'm sure Maché knows this too Although you've just you've looked very carefully, you wouldn't even need to do a painting. If you went out every day yeah. and just put your hands behind your back and went out at sunset and just stared at things and made notes to yourself, made notes. Like, did you know that sunsets aren't black everywhere besides where the sun is? Like, <laughs> you would not necessarily know that if you didn't actually ever just go look at a damn sunset. Oh, I, I had an instance once where someone actually... <laughs> We were talking about sunset, and they showed me a reference of some overexposed, like, color-corrected, shitty Google image, and uh, they were like, "This is sunset." And I'm like, "No, no, no! That's the most post-processed sunset I've ever seen." Right. Like that is not sunset. Um, you know what's amazing about that? The the plain air thing. Color and light is not capturable on a camera unless the person really knows what they're doing with. HDR, or they have a really good sense of exposure. Right. Yeah. So really, the, the the outdoor painting doesn't necessarily help you with. It helps you with painting, of course, but what it really helps you with is knowing which photos are right. Yeah. You start yeah. compositing things, even if you're cheating your ass off. Now you look at five photos, you know because you've been outside so much which one is actually exposed properly and what colors are correct. Yep. Yeah. Which is huge. Oh, kiddo. Uh, let's look at some uh, John beautiful art. So oh and, um... <laughs> this painting is burned into my brain at this point. Uh, <laughs> uh, we gotta answer more questions, by the way, right after this. Um... I uh, I was aware of caustics, though. Oh yeah. I'd like to say. Fuck yeah, dude. God, are those caustics? Um... Oh. <laughs> I thought it was a deadly so, algae fungus. Yeah. So this uh, this was kind of where I was at early on with um, with landscape painting uh this is pre dead horse point in utah right um wow that wasn't too long ago <laughs> no. <laughs> no uh so this, this i remember when you guys went on that trip yeah if i can remember that this yeah. probably would have been like my junior maybe sophomore year of otis where i yeah, like if I if 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 I if I saw a sophomore at Otis and they showed me that, I'd be like, just yeah, just give up. <laughs> um, I started to get a little more comfortable. Like I I, I learned about aspect ratio, and then I started. Bob's book? Using you read you read Rob's book in the future. Okay, never. Mind. No, no, I uh, just someone told me about ten by twenty four and sixteen nine. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do that, um, and. Uh, 
this, these were actually probably later on when I started to feel a bit more confident. And these were some photo, but mostly round brush, as you can tell by. No. Yeah, oh, look at that round brush. Round brush, yeah. Yeah. Um, you got those couple little artifacts that are really nice. In case you didn't know, it was round brush. You got yeah. those round brushes right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In case you were confused about what brush was being used. <laughs> um, so yeah, these were some of the pieces I was more proud of. Um, yeah, that's actually workable, right? That's that's getting there. Huh? Yeah. This was when I learned about film grain. Oh yeah. From you. Uh, I think from you, Shadi. You probably taught me about film grain, and then uh, I, like, I learned it from Mache, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was that. And That's I, funny. I, like I, I see those filters, but everything else is wrong. But the film grain is just right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, the film grain looks good, actually. Yeah. And here I started this from this from being outside. I started to realize like, oh, sky reflection and shadow. Like I'm gonna start doing that. Wow. Uh, so slowly but surely, I started to like kind of understand stuff. Look, there's sky sky bounce in here too. That's you like know, the that's... perfect little dollop of frosting on your poo cake. These were for like uh, these were actually after Otis at Red Engine when I was learning uh, from uh, uh, John Park and I think I think. Oh, you know that's good. Now that bottom one is looking nice. I actually finished that in oh. a color piece somewhere, but I don't. I don't know where it is, um, but these were just like quick ideation sketches where I was like getting more comfortable. Just. By just... the way, John, it's all great art, but your fucking UI is horrible. Why did you choose this <laughs> color palette, dude? What yeah. the hell is wrong is with you? Game. That is fascinating. I didn't think about that. Oh yeah. my my screen. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, I like it because the when I'm looking at my other monitor. Because it's so eighties. When I have a white screen. <laughs> Glaring at me, it's like a flashlight in my face. Oh, so I, that's I actually true. How the fuck do you do? That? How do you change that? You gotta teach me offline. I also work with the lights off, so I'm I'm just looking at my screen. So I just have that to to go easier on my eyes. But it's a high contrast Windows theme. There's two of them, but I like this one. Oh, um, you can't adjust it. You can't season your windows to taste. No, you just have to select the one. Damn it! Damn it! I would I would have made this uh, gray, like a deep deep red or something. If Right. Deep, gray, deep red. Um, okay. But uh, anyway. black and white contrast. That's perfect. Yeah. And I started to use photos here. Like I started to use more photo stuff. You can see and get used to that. And it was funny because I was at a time where, I mean, the teachers I I had learned from used photos, but they would cover it up or they'd paint over it. Wasn't uh, that fucked up? Like people did for a long time wouldn't admit it. Well, they would just. Kind of, I think it was like you, you had the photo. Why, 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 why are you wasting time painting it? Like it's, it's done. Yeah, you uh -huh. know that's a that's a fascinating thing that I don't know if you guys covered in your gumrows, but I think that's a really fascinating thing. The fact that if you just slap the photo in there, now what? I think a lot of people don't put it in because then they're like, well, then what will I do? But I think what's more interesting is to say, okay, put it in. What will you like? What can you do to that yeah. photo once it's in to make it work in a painting? I feel like I talked about some of that in mind with, with some of it, but I mean, there's a, there's a lot that you can do with a photo. I just do some things with them, but uh, yeah. And so, so I started to get more into that, and that kind of segued into like a lot of my Last of Us work, where it was like heavy photo, and then and seeing that Maché, you use you know 
photos at times and uh, I just really liked that result but I remember one of the other students actually because the teachers were like you know try to cover up the photo or just re reference it like don't have the photo in there and I remember one of the students actually was like dude if that works for you if you like that like just do it he's like who cares like and, and that kind of stuck with me I was like yeah you know what I like that I'm not gonna yeah, the only thing I can say is, uh, you know, photos and textures, those are, again, tools to whatever you're trying to achieve. And yeah, yeah. if you're going for a specific aesthetics, then fucking overpaint. Who cares? Yeah, I, I take I, and I take all my own photos now. Like, I'll go I'll go on a trip to a place just to get, you know, right. 3,000, 10,000 photos of reference. Like, when I went you to You did Japan, that for, um, for The Last of Us as well, like. You oh had, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I do like, but when I, when I took my, uh, my tests to apply it to the studio, I went and did specific photo shoots with my friend Lily and we, I got the lighting in real world that I was going to use in the 3d mock-up and everything and, and art directed it from that point, even before I got into Photoshop. Um, and like, I'm doing it even more now. Like that was just the characters. Like now I'm doing environment, like photo shoots. I'm doing, trips specifically to get that stuff just because i i like taking trips i like going places and taking photos and right. if i can use it in my work it's it's fun um but uh oh wait wait i'm getting into bounce light <laughs> whoa um whoa hey yeah. gents i have to roll so if there's nothing else i will uh catch up with you guys later yeah you can you can go um thanks for joining and and thanks for your insights i mean it was uh it was great to have you here dude and to yeah, catch up again yeah. um and I'm, I'm sure a lot of uh, pe people that were listening to it appreciate it as well so cool well thanks All a right. lot guys and uh, should i just go out on the skype I yeah just just uh disconnect from skype and go to meetings and i should be fine all right guys see you soon yep take care dude Later, see you. bye um these i was really into like the grand theft auto illustration style so when i was in school i tried to do like versions of my friends in that kind of aesthetic and i found that because <laughs> i would get into those that same sort of thing where i'd get really inspired by one artist or art style and like try and mimic it to learn um right just to just to try and understand that uh that way of working um but one thing that i found interesting is that a lot of the traditional painters that would come in and demo used transfer paper so they had a photo and then they they traced the photo before they started their oil painting and like oh. that, that was kind of like a mind-blowing thing i was like wait wait you don't just like draw and paint like you you cheat like you're cheating and i don't it's i don't think it's cheating i think they're just smart they're using a tool right to get a better result at the end because all anyone i mean some people i guess care about how something's made but i feel like more often than not people just especially in a professional sense just care about the end product they don't yeah. care how you get there they care whether or not you get there and how fast um uh and you know so that i started to adopt that so these are actually photos i took of my friends and then i'd do a line drawing and then line draw out where the uh, the you know the primary and secondary lights would be and reference the original photo and stuff like that and try and work that way um and that that was just another way of yeah kind of getting acquainted with photos these were before any photo use this was when i just like painted and used color dodge and overlay and multiply which are the only <laughs> blending layers i knew about um blending modes
Um, and this is, you know, I used a photo to like overlay texture over everything. <laughs> Dude, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like I, I was awful. But the takeaway is, you know, the, the takeaway is the fact that, um, you know, there is a journey and you, your journey is, was different than mine uh, and different than Shaddy's. And there's multiple ways of, of getting there and eventually you can. It's just the amount of, amount of work and, and, and time you're spending into it, right? Like how much you really, really willing to do it. And that should be the main focus uh, for, you know, if you want to be an artist, you know, it's supposed to be your passion. If it's not, then it's more likely that you're just going to be average and, you know, you're not going to be too successful and probably not going to get interesting projects in the end. And, so, and I would say, like, don't, don't feel like you have to work a certain way either. Cause that was one thing that I kind of, had right. To get that, over that's in important. School. Like I thought I had to, I thought I had to round brush. I thought I had to paint everything. You know, I, th I thought that's what being a concept artist was or like what was expected. And I didn't think I would be, respected or or whatever if i didn't do that and so i think if you if you like working a certain way even if no one works that way yet and you're and you like working it and you like the result you're getting and people are responding to it then like make that your thing and own it like yeah it, if, if you look at like any other uh avenue like even illustration like uh throughout the years like look at all the different styles and methods and ways of working that people create work look at you know any any field of art and there's no standardized way of, of doing something like if you want to be a painter then be a fucking oil painter or an acrylic or gouache or like be a painter you know um if you want to i don't know like don't don't feel like you you can't use photo or use 3d or use miniatures right. like whatever you want to do like it's all it's all valid as long as the the work is um Yep. Work is I totally yeah. agree with you, dude. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, that's that's the whole point. Like, whatever works for you, but bear in mind that, you know, the, the amount of work that you have to spend into it will determine whether, whether it's going to happen or not, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we have a lot of questions uh, still. The I one that I want... Colleges for... Yeah. Yeah, that's what I wanted to sort of uh, come back to because that was, I think, one of the first questions that Andrew pointed out. Um, I'm gonna talk from my experience. There's there's two ways if you want to work in the U.S. and I think we mentioned that before in one of the previous art cafes. But there's two ways of getting to um, uh, to U.S. One is um, one is uh, well, you have to get a visa. Uh, and the only visas that are available for um, for uh, people from abroad are H-1B or O-1 for artists. Um, if you're an artist, there's only two options uh, that you have. H-1B, uh, uh, they have a quota. They have the amount of visas that all the companies are getting and they have to hire people uh, to fill, like if they wanna hire people there's only that amount of people that they can hire from all the fields so let's for instance if there's naughty dog naughty dog for instance uh has 10 or 5 h1bs per year they can only hire 5 to 10 people uh 
for that specific visas on, on that specific visas uh, whether it's programmers sound guys HR um, artists animators it doesn't matter it's it's the amount of people that they can hire on that visas and then there is more flexible one where there's no quotas but it's way harder to get it's all one and O1 visa it's for uh, it's called for extraordinary ability um, uh, and that's the one I got when I was uh, moving to United States and there's two different requirements for both of the visas the H1B uh, is the one that only requires you only and maybe uh, a lot it might be just only but might be a lot it requires you to have uh, the actual degree so if you don't have a college degree that that's the visa you're not gonna get because that's the requirement um, the only options then you, you might have is the O1 and that's the one that doesn't require you to have um, uh, a degree and the way they calculate it is that instead of like I think that H1B was four or five years of college degree that is necessary whereas O1 is four or five years from college degree or work experience uh, that you can prove whether it's a, it, it's mostly applying to full-time experience but if you can prove uh, that you freelance and you have receipts and everything and you freelance throughout that five years uh, and you have exact amount of days that are required then I think that works as well but I would advise that I, you know I, I'm not an, I'm not a lawyer so I would advise talk to the lawyer first uh, to get those informations correct uh, but those are the, the only two options and then the, the obviously the ultimate best option is to get the green card but that's that's way harder to get uh, without it's very fairly unlikely that without having a visa first you will get a green card unless you make fucking uh, you make a BAFTA award or make some you know worldwide recognizable award and position uh, that everyone like hey I know this guy because I've heard about him on TV that's kind of way of, of getting a green card unless you have a ton of work experience uh, a lot of reference letters from high-profile companies and all, all that you know so there's only I would say two options and and yeah when it comes to uh, um, you know having a degree and it obviously helps uh, but it's not a requirement it's it's way harder it's it's actually way harder to get here without a degree but it's still possible you know, and also you have to bear in mind that uh, majority of the companies in U.S. that want to hire someone outside of U.S. will only want to hire the best people, and the reason for that is that because it costs a lot of money. Even even the H-1B visas cost a lot of money. It's a couple of thousand dollars to get you hired, uh, just to get the paperwork to get you hired. You know, so it's almost like having a one-month salary thrown at you uh just to get you hired you know so that's like already uh uh you know a, a barrier for for those companies to to get like okay if we're gonna spend money we better get someone that's worth it you know so yeah one of the next question says uh do you guys ever find yourselves changing your art style because you get so inspired by the artists yeah i mean i'll explore other styles like if uh if I see something that, you know, is maybe more painterly, like, I, I'm still 
from time to time excited to just go in and and either paint something or try and at least get that aesthetic. Um, and then I'll see something that you know was done in 3D or using a certain 3D uh, program or tool that I'm like, oh shit, I should I should go check that out and see if I can use it. Um, and almost every time, it I think it pays off and it somehow even if I don't continue to use it in that specific way, like I'll somehow work it into like the way I work. Because um, there's a ton of stuff that like I'll never post that I just do for exploring, you know, ways of working and, and different looks and stuff. But I did I either don't finish it or I by the time I finish it I'm like you know what I don't. I don't like it or I don't need to post that, but I'm going to use it. Right. I'm going to use this method in my next piece that will get posted. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm similar. I mean, obviously, uh, throughout my career when I was learning, uh, I would went from a point where I would just trade out, try to copy someone's style to a point where I would work being inspired to also a point where I would just totally avoid it, you know. Um, it's just, uh, it's just, you know, the more I've learned about what my art style it really is, uh, the more I would, you know, lean forwards or, or uh, try to get away from specific artists and, and and try to get away from actually looking at art, uh, a concept art when I'm creating my own stuff. Uh, but obviously, you know, when you see something really interesting, it, you know, it's not gonna hurt. If you try to try, if you try to do something similar, uh, you, you know whether it's a fan art or you know a homage or whatever you're doing, right? I mean, it's it's good. It's 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 gonna teach you something. But just bear in mind that if you're doing this, you're just gonna be this person that does the same thing, but it's a little worse and not as you know sophisticated. You're just gonna be like, I'm copying it, and that's it, right? Um, the great thing about exploring different styles and, 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 and doing all that is that if you're smart enough, you can take cues and take some ideas and make make them your own, like combine some ideas together, mix them up or, you know, bend them and change them enough that they become something that is specifically you. And I would advise that that would be the best um, the best way to approach it like i personally i'm still looking for what my art style really is even though the artworks that i've done uh, so far there's some of them that are you know considered you know unique enough but the problem that one thing i found like if if you're doing an artwork and someone can say without signature that this is your art then you're doing a great job, you know. If it's <laughs> if if it's like, it might be this guy, then you know it's still good. But if if it's like I don't fucking know who that is, there's twenty artists doing the same shit, then yeah, well, you're gonna have to work a little more to find something that that's yours, you know. Mm. Yeah. Um, I' gonna need to go soon as well, and we're gonna have to wrap it up. Uh, but I wanna. Have at least a few more questions before before that happens. Um, one of them <clears throat> was simply, "How much of your success do you attribute to networking?" Um, we talked about networking on the previous art cafes, but just shortly, it's it's very important. Mm -hmm. uh, if you should go back to, uh, I think on the 
the like I think on all of them we talked about it, right? I mean, John, the last time you were on on Art Cafe, we we did talk about it too, right? Yeah, I think yeah. networking is huge. I mean, obviously, your portfolio and and your work um, are are probably the most important, but but next up is is the relationships that you have with people and um, kind of yeah your your network. And I think I said this on the last Art Cafe I was on where in regards to school especially and and even online presence like if you have an online presence and you're engaging with professionals or you're posting in a place where professionals look or you're going to a school where professionals come from like come out of uh, your professional career has already started like you're already building a reputation you're building a network and that all that's all relative to your professional career. So I think to be mindful of that um, when yeah. in school or online, you know, don't don't say things that you wouldn't say in a job interview on Facebook, or don't don't post something that you think you know. If you posted while you're at a company, you'd get called into the president's office and be like, "Why? Well, uh, what were you thinking?" Like, because you represent you represent the company and you represent. Uh, yourself uh, and what kind of person you are so that's all very important in the professional world um, and the art the art community is very small so you have to be careful about kind of uh, what you what you do what are you writing I'm just showing my <laughs> amazing amazing image so someone said uh, my country lacks game studios now I'll be graduating at the end of the year uh, from what I can tell, visiting the U.S. at the very least seems important for this. Do I have to move to the U.S. if I want to be a successful concept artist? No. 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 I mean, nowadays, a lot of game studios work with freelancers as well. So there, just work on your portfolio. Of, there's a lot of great studios that aren't in the U.S. You yeah, got, and that too. Got IO, DICE, um, Gorilla, like they're all in Europe uh, and they're all amazing studios. And then you've got, you know, like if you worked with Shaddy at One Pixel Brush, like you'd work on a ton of projects that are here in the States, but you could do it from home. Um, and freelance isn't out of the question either. Like companies still, you know, I think work with freelancers that aren't uh, in-house necessarily. Like it's, it, I think probably they probably prefer in-house, but um, yeah, I, it's, it's good to visit probably if you want to make connections with people and just hit people up on Facebook and be like, hey, can we, you know, grab a drink or something, but um, it that might be harder than than, than I'm making it sound, but um, but yeah. Whoa, what's that? Oh, uh, that was for uh, for uh, CG talk uh, competition. That's cool. Yeah, that I was too sad. That cool. was pretty old. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of studios will hire freelancers. You just have to be good and just work on your portfolio. That's I think that's the main takeaway. Yeah. Any other? Yeah. Um, this one's kind of just a general one, but do you have any tips for time management and health? <laughs> <laughs> well, for for health, just uh, find some kind of sport or even if it's just a walk every day or every other day 
just do that just do whatever that moves you like yeah. moves your body engages your muscles because it's really important for your brain's health as well uh yeah. time management i would say that's like that's a huge topic and uh i would rather make like another episode of, of art cafe about that because that's actually a really cool topic to talk about yeah it's an important one too yeah <laughs> yeah i definitely i definitely had like a month or two where i i was nocturnal i just slept during the day and painted all night and uh yeah yeah <laughs> If you can avoid doing that, <laughs> cool, but... Um, or prepare, like, do that when you want to fly to Europe or vice versa. Right. No jet lag. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's let's have one more question uh, before we wrap it up. John, you want to take it? Or... Uh, any tips for... Uh, or, I'm sorry, you already read that. The last one was, uh, John, are you going to be doing any more gum roads? Um, yeah, at some point I'd like to. Uh, I've I'm busy with work right now, so I don't I don't have the time that I'd want to dedicate to one. Um, and I also want to kind of digest all the stuff I'm learning right now before I make a video about it, so I can fully kind of uh, present it in the clearest way possible. But I'd like to definitely make more gumroads and possibly uh, do some photo packs or something from some of the stuff that I've uh, taken pictures of. But that's that's also really time consuming because I need to sift through and see what's actually worth putting in a folder that people would want to get. So, right on. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. If you have any preference on what you'd want to see in a Gumroad, feel free to shoot me a message or something because I always, I always like to hear what um, people want to see. Okie doke. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, that was a really good chat. Uh, I have more to come. I mean, uh, Art Cafe is coming back. I finally, finally, finally have some time to actually spend in front of a computer. I just came back to work uh, recently. Uh, it was almost like a month off for me, which is very unusual, but obviously growing family is the most important thing. Um, but yeah, uh, we're going to have more episodes coming up. Uh, I hope... I would hope to have them weekly, but I cannot promise that. I can only promise that there's more to come and I have really awesome guests lined up. Um, again, uh, post, uh, whether it's on Facebook or email or anything, if you have questions or specific subjects that you would wanna hear about, it's, uh, this is, you know, Art Cafe, it's all about that. Like, I wanna hear ideas from you uh, and have people to come over and talk about them that's that's the, the you know that's what this platform is supposed to be and so far uh, apart from that one episode when we had 10 people <laughs> mm -hmm. uh we were doing that so uh anyways thanks for whoever showed up uh thanks for coming and, and being here and asking questions and just participating uh for everyone else who couldn't watch it because of the you know time difference or you know having more important things to do well, I hope you enjoyed watching or rewatching this uh, because this is recorded and available to watch um, later on as well. And I think uh, very soon we will have those podcasts on iTunes as well. I'm not sure if we already have them. Uh, that's a question to Andrew, but we'll figure it out. If Once we have them, I'll, I'll definitely post about it 
but you will be able to, you know, uh, not even not look at what's happening on the screen, but at least you know be part of it and and, and listen to it on uh, on iTunes. Uh, anyways, thanks for uh, thanks for everything, guys, and and till next time. Thanks for coming, John and and John and and Chipotle. <laughs> yeah, my first time. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. All right, guys. take care, guys. Yep. Right. Have a good night. <laughs>